never seen a lame man walk Never heard a dumb man talk Never seen a blind man see I promise you a pain Never seen a canceled death Never seen all the poor get fed Never seen a prisoner set free I promise you a change the Big C and Bigger T podcast. We are coming to you on the YouTubes, also on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Samsung Podcasts, Google, Amazon Podcasts, iTunes Radio, iHeart or TuneIn Radio, iHeart Radio, wherever else you want to find podcasts, you can get this podcast. Daniel Trimble's Tesla. Exactly there, <laughs> and as always, it's your boy Travis Johnson, Bigger T, accompanied by my best friend, Big C, Clint Clark. How in the world are you, Clint? I'm good. I guess am I to your left on your computer screen? Yeah, you're to my left. Am I? Am you're, I you're, see, I get, I get, a, I get like obsessive about like if my hat straight. So what I do just so I don't worry about it is I blow it up or you take up my entire screen. I'm like a little thumbnail at the top of my screen. So uh, I can't myself. Yeah. So I make it where you're the speaker. Gotcha. Now, speaking of speakers, you were telling a pretty funny antidote before the podcast about somebody being very unhappy that was a public speaker. <laughs> well, um, you don't have to tell what happened, but you can just talk about him being spicy. Well, no, I'll tell it. Uh, if you've heard of Clint likes to listen to uh, Let the Bodies Hit the Floor. Yeah. Every, before, before every podcast. Every podcast. That's, that's his pregame ritual. Okay. And and I told him a couple of weeks ago about the video. There's a funny video on YouTube where they took Benny Hinn. Like, you know, if you don't know him, he's a TV preacher and he lays people out, you know, people pass out with the Holy Spirit and all that stuff. And he, um, they took that and put videos of him laying people out with that song. It's hilarious. Look it up. It's awesome. Anyway, but a friend of mine used to work with another evangelist that traveled with Benny Hinn and they were at the same event one time. And apparently Benny Hinn likes to eat a uh, banana before he speaks, which this is not weird. I think, I think like, it, um, who was it? I think like Garth Brooks, I think Bobby Bones even said that Garth Brooks likes to have that before he sings. Apparently it's for, it helps with your throat or something. I don't know, but he, he likes, that was the thing. Like, you know, these, when you're a big time preacher like that, you get a writer kind of like musicians do and all that stuff. And they, put stuff in your room for you, whatever. Well, <clears throat> the, this evangelist that my friend was working for, not quite as big name, but a big name nonetheless, especially back in the 90s, 
uh, him and his wife, they went over, they were staying in a hotel room next to Biddy Hen. And they went over there and um, this other evangelist wife decided she would have a good time with Biddy Hen and she stole his bananas. <laughs> she put them in her purse and walked out with them. And so when they got back to their hotel room, she got the other people's attention and said, look, I got his bananas. And then they sit there and listened as he uh, ripped into his workers <laughs> and um, gave him a hard time about not having his bananas because he needed a banana before he could go preach to thousands of people, apparently. So, uh, yeah, anyway, uh, Benny Hinn, uh, don't mess with his bananas. So when, you, when we blow this up and we start acting like we don't know nobody, that's right. We get when we get to that level. I mean, are you going to have some like like what they call them, flyers? Like, hey, I got to have this. Well, I go on. You know what? What be some of the things that you put? I don't really need anything besides like I've gone and spoke at events, and people have asked me, you know, hey, what do you want me to put in your room? Because they'll like at, at a camp or something. I'll speak at. They'll say, hey, do you want something, snacks or whatever? I'm like, no, no, I'll just eat the food everybody else is eating. I said, just give me bottled water. And half the time I got bottled water in my truck with me. So it's not that big of a deal. But um, now I hear some of these others, though, you know, like musicians and stuff have told me they'll put stuff on there and they do it just to see if the people's reading it. You know, they'll, the whole famous, you know, green M&M, asking for green M&Ms oh, yeah. or whatever. That's just to see if they're actually reading that rider or if they're just throwing it to the side in a lot of cases. Now, some may have, I've had some that asked for particular, I, I had a group come that one time, like asked for, like gave me a list of specific stuff. And just to show them, I got all the off-brand versions of those things. <laughs> like They wanted like diet, Dr. Pepper and, and you got like diet, Dr. Topper, Thunder. Diet Dr. Thunder and stuff. But um, but yeah, that I don't know what would be on your rider. Have you ever had a rider for wrestling events? No, I never was big enough for the I mean, you're talking about a guy that just topped his biggest payday on his last match with 20 whole dollars. That's right. I'm trying to give away what I got paid. Yeah. I told Anna, I was like, you save this envelope because he, he walked up, envelope had my name on it. Like, here you go. Yeah. First, I was like, man, don't take money. I said, wait a minute, you made a profit off this. Give me that money. Give me that. That's right. I said, I'm used to going to rest shows that lose money. That's right. Um, so, yeah, no, I don't know what I'd have. I mean, obviously, I like propel. Like, this, I, get, I get the propel. Yeah. I'd probably like make them get me propel, but only the red cherry. And then, like, like I said, I'm sorry, Clint, they're out of Red Cherry, you know, COVID outages, you know, truckers. I'm like, you got with excuses, and I bust the room up and tell Travis, I'm not going on. I'm not going on. <laughs> I'd throw a big hissy fit like I used to do when I was a kid. Yeah. Still so, a big fit. So our holy snack <laughs> moment this week is a little bit different than normal. Because we really don't have one. No, I have one. <laughs> I mean, there, you know, a lot of times those things just fall in our lap, you know, and we just like, oh, this is obvious. I mean, you know, the Will Smith slap, <laughs> hello, you know. Guy tackles the, the third bait, the, the pitcher yeah. tackle. Like, yeah, it's, it's like. You know, we, we talked about maybe, you know, if you didn't see the Ja Morant dunk for the Memphis Grizzlies, amazing. That was a holy snikes. 
especially if you're a Grizz fan. Um, and I got some, I got some friends that are Michael McDaniel out there, and my cousin Brad Johnson. He he was talking about that dunk the other day. That was a uh, a big one. Um, you know, there's how the baseball games ended. We'll talk about that a little more later in the pod, pod, podcast. But you know, there really wasn't. Uh, now I do have. Let me let me tell story what happened to me this week. You tell you. Tell I mentioned it. it. I mentioned it. Uh, I mentioned this last week. Okay, I mentioned about a couple of my students, uh, Ben and and um, JJ, and we had our last game. Okay, I work at Spartman School, and last Tuesday night, after actually after we recorded this, um, they. Spartman school was taken over by Harmony Grove school and they just voted to close the high school at Spartman, which is a very sad thing because this town is very passionate about the school. They have fought to keep the school open in town. Um, the kids will have to travel at least 30 minutes wherever they go to school uh, to go to school now. And it's, and it's a, it's a very sad thing. Now, with the school board making that decision, I understand why they had to make the decision also. Okay. So I understand, but it's, I live in a town right now, Thornton, where they've taken the school away and I see what that does to a town 10 years later. It was crazy because my daughter, Caitlin, you know, she's playing AU basketball and I'll let you get back to your story, but they would, uh, they, they would, she's playing with the AU team out of Russellville and they practice at Ola. Hmm. Ola's got had like a brand new gym and they consolidated it and made it two rivers. So it's like not even in the I town. Mean, used, yeah. yeah. I mean, it's just a, like literally a brand new gym. Yeah. Like they just passed the millage, got it built. Like, okay, well, you're not going to need this anymore. So, so to make up, of course, that means they, you know, no more ball teams, none of that stuff. So one of the ladies there, so she's actually got her, went, she started there doing the job I do and went back and got her coaching degree and stuff. And this is a volunteer. She doesn't get paid to do this. She puts on about four ba- basketball games a year and divides the seventh through twelfth grade up some way each time, and then gives them the old. They still got the old Spartan Raider jerseys, and let them play. Well, and then they've asked me to coach uh, a couple of those this year, and so I, I've enjoyed doing it. It's been a lot of fun. You know, we don't we practice for like thirty minutes you know, the day before, and then we go play. And so <clears throat> this time, this was the last game. They even did like a little senior night for the seniors, let them walk out with their parents, gave them a little gift and stuff. It was really cool. But let them, you know, once again, let them feel like, you know. Well, anyway, when they were dividing up the teams, there's two guys that are that are in the senior class that were are really uh, – well, I mean, there's several that are actually pretty good ball players. They could be playing for – a a small school team in a lot of schools. Well, these two guys, they were going to be the captains. <clears throat> and this one guy, Ben, he's, he's by like his team wins like every time right. he's, he's a solid ball player. He could play college ball if he would have uh, stuck with it. He, but he, um, he, he didn't for whatever reasons, but he, um, he kind of picked and chose who he wanted on his team. Okay. So when you looked at the roster before this game, like even one of the referees who graduated a couple of years ago, he was like, well, I need to play on Mr. Johnson's team because they're going to get killed. 
You know, and that's that's what everybody was thinking going in. But they it. underestimate your coaching ability. They underestimate my coaching ability and my motivational ability because I said, look, guys, if we win, I'm taking us all to the Mexican place across the street, mainly because that's the only restaurant in the little town. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> so, so I said, hey, so, you know, hey, our, our, our little, uh, when we get in a huddle, it was one, two, three cheese dip. Okay. That was our, uh, <laughs> that was our chance. Was your team named the fighting cheese dip? That's right. But uh, we got out there, man. And, and my guys actually, they listened to a lot of the things I said, especially defensively, man. I had a kid that um, he just tenacious on defense. We were leading at half, Clint. We're leading at half. Second half, they they take the lead. We start coming back on them. And we get down just a few seconds left, about three seconds left, okay? One of my guys gets the ball underneath the basket, throws up a layup. The player from the other team goes up, slaps the backboard while the ball is still on the, the rim, What's that spot call supposed to be, Clint? Goaltending. Goaltending. We got a, we got no call. Now I'm not look. I, the refs were volunteer. They're good guys. Oh, yeah. You know, I didn't I didn't yell at them. I mean, I yelled a little bit, but I'm like, that should be goaltending. But with three seconds left, we would have went up by one, and and it got taken away from us. Yeah. So I took them out to Mexican food anyway. No, that's nice. But it was a fun game, though. And that was the main thing. Those guys were having a blast. Those kids had a blast. It was a joy of sports. And that's what that's that's what I wanted more than anything. I wanted those kids to have a fun time. And a close game makes it fun. You know, but when whenever you're you're playing one of them basketball games when you've got no business being in it. Yeah. Because I think we, I don't know if we ever told the story about we called where it's Mr. Gibson All-Stars, Mr. G's All-Stars. Yeah, yeah. It was like a group of like four or five of us. is me, you, Shane Acreage, Mr. Gibson. I don't know if Robert Sean Medina. Sean Medina, but we'd get up really early in the morning, like 6 in the morning, 6.30 in the morning, meet at the high school and play basketball. Mm. So we so we got the bride. I don't know if it's my idea or your idea because we're both geniuses. So yeah. it's one of us. It's one of us. We came up with it together. There you go. I think Mr. Gibson was a big part of it. Yeah. But we we, did, we went to him. We said, hey, we want to play the B team, the the JV. B, the JV team. So we were senior-related, but none of us have played basketball. If you've ever seen me shoot a basketball, it's horrific. <laughs> I, I look like I've had several arm injuries. Um, yeah. and <laughs> it doesn't look good, but – the boy can make it sometimes. Sometimes he can make it go. Sometimes I can I can rebound and set picks. Yeah, and you get you can score now. And I'm not scared to foul out. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> and if I'm going to foul you, ask Keith Carter. I'm going to make sure it counts. That's right. I get five. They're going to be a painful five. That's right. So, but I mean, we hung with them. I mean, they they end up getting us in the end by like four or five. Yeah, but, but we didn't embarrass ourselves. I scored a ton that game. You did. You did score a ton. I was mad because uh, I I wanted to play on the team as my senior year. Oh yeah. And yeah, uh, story before, but you know some of you you forgot it. 
Yeah. I forgot that I told it. So you forgot that I said it. Yeah. <laughs> but anyway, yeah, that was a that was fun. But anyway, yeah. Well, so, Clint, let's get to uh let's get to Arkansas baseball. Really? Yeah. Okay, let's talk. About let's it. do it. Let's talk about let's it. Let's do it. Let's do it. Okay. <clears throat> we go, we have Ole Miss come in. All right. The first game, things don't go so well. Now, Connor Nolan gave eight good innings, you know, pretty good innings there, um, which you like to hear, you know, from your starter. From your Friday starter especially. Yeah, but just couldn't, which, you know, probably is what set us up for the rest of the weekend a lot too because we didn't have to use a lot of the bullpen guys then. However, uh, just couldn't, couldn't pull that one out. The second game comes down – to Clint, a, uh, a freshman. Yeah, Diggs. I can't remember his last name. First, Kendall name. Diggs. Kendall Diggs. He's batting 270 on the year. Uh, he's uh, had 37 at-bats. And um, he's got two home runs so far, but one of them, was it a three-run homer? The three-run dinger. Walk-off. Beautiful, dude. It was a frozen rope, too. Did you see? I mean, that yeah. was that was a line drive. Um, you like to see that out of a freshman for sure. Oh, you do. Um, you do for or sure. anybody, but out of a freshman, well, to come up in a clutch spot like that with two runners on base, which I mean, we're still having trouble, like you said, hitting with runners on base. No, for sure. And that, and that's the thing that comes out this weekend. We end up winning, you know, the, the last two games. So we still win the series, still keep our streak alive. I think that's 12 home series in a row right. uh, that we've won. But Clint, man, all of our runs were scored off home runs. Yeah. And look, you, you may say, well, man, that's awesome. You know, but man, that's the same. That's the same as a, a basketball team scoring all their points off three pointers. You know, three pointers and dunks, Olu Famatini. Yeah, I mean, you just, you know, there's going to be games where you just don't have those home runs. And you need to play some – you need to be able to get some base hits. You need to be able to get some doubles. You need to be able to, to work a count. You need to be able to get some walks. Um, you need to be able to get people in off a of base. You, you know what just is absolutely terrible about this baseball season where the SEC – needs to be ashamed of themselves. The best two teams in the SEC are by far Tennessee and Arkansas. We went and played a series at Tennessee last year, and we won it two two out of three. Mm. Tennessee doesn't come to Arkansas this year. There is not a baseball series that would have a better environment anywhere Anywhere. I don't care if it's the Red Sox and the Yankees at Yankee Stadium. There, there, there would not be a better environment for maybe a baseball – I mean, for baseball game, maybe even a sporting event that you could put on right now that would be bigger than Tennessee at Arkansas. I'm saying for right now, yeah, I agree with you. For right now, yeah, yeah. I mean, obviously, Auburn and Arkansas is going to be crazy and – I think uh, Fayetteville is going to be bonkers when 
Cincinnati comes to town. Yeah. Um, but there's not, yeah, there's not a bigger sporting event that you could do than Arkansas versus Tennessee. Because yeah, whoever yeah. won that series would probably be, you know, you would definitely – I think Tennessee's already locked up a Super Regional. Um, and I think Arkansas is pretty close. I think we're ranked number four. But they got to get better at that. But they just – whoever did that – I've been mean to bring that up. That's a gripe of mine is how do you let that happen? I mean, I'm sure you got some kind of certain rotation. Uh, I'm sure they would say it's just a rotation that was set a long time ago. I'm sure it was, but – yeah, Come I agree on. with you. Come on. At some point, there's got to be common sense. Yeah. Um, yeah. Oh, yeah. I, I I agree with you there, man. That's a – Did you just fart or was that a truck? That was a, that was a motorcycle drive by my <laughs> Whatever. Don't lie to me. Oh, no. <laughs> that dude drives by all the time making noise, man. It's a straight. I like he just crop dusted you. Is what it sounded like. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So um, now, Clint, let's think about this for a second. This is a question we I think we may have asked before, but my mind's changed on it a little bit. Oh, my mind's changed hundred um, percent. Basketball, football, and baseball for Arkansas. Who wins a national championship first? Sam Pittman. You think Sam Pittman? I think we're going to win it this year. Now, in the past, Clint, let's let's set this up. Okay, yeah, we've all said baseball. Let's set this up. Baseball was the one we would say because we've been so close in the past. But I'm starting to feel like with the way we can't get runners on off base, that just – that just doesn't win in Omaha. Yeah. The way we played, the way we played this weekend doesn't win in Omaha against the best teams in the country. It just doesn't in tournament and tournament play. It just doesn't. It hasn't in the past. And I don't think it will. So you think football. I, I see it right away. No, I think, I think, listen. I know people are going to be like, you're crazy. You're crazy. Well, I mean, they say that anyway. Yeah, they do. But you look at that. We, we walked, what was our second law or what was our first loss last year? We lost at Ole Miss in the shootout. Mm. And you, you take that away. And then you talk about, you just, you basically limped into the Auburn game. Yeah. The depth is different this year. The depth is different this year. You're you're gonna you're gonna go into the, the the gang's banged up, but the depth is just different this year. The one thing that really concerned me about the football team was the defensive line. Now, if you look, if you look at their side, you look at their stats. I can't tell you every name, but these guys are a lot bigger this year. If you look at the size of the SE of the guys we have on campus, they're SEC defensive line. Mm-hmm. The linebackers are SEC linebackers. You got to worry about the secondary, the secondary, secondary, because they got torched a few times last year. I'm not even worried about the offense. I'm just not. They'll figure out the go-to guy, and they'll figure out the running game. The offensive line's good. I'm not. I'm really not. We have we have the team to compete for the national championship, and I think we have the coaches to win it. And I said what I said. I'm picking Arkansas right now to win the national championship next year. I'm I'm going with basketball. 
Now they got the squad to win that too. I th- I think any of the three teams could do it. I'm probably the craziest one for saying football, but I'm telling you, I believe in this team. And you may be right, but um, I just think the way Musselman puts his teams together and they get better at the end of the year, um, this this team is going to be full of talent, and they're going to have some struggle times in the middle of the year season. Um, they'll probably have an easier, you know, you know, win some games at the beginning like we have in the past, and they'll struggle a little bit. Then they'll get it all together. And they're going to make a run toward the end of the season that may be the best thing we've ever seen in Arkansas basketball. Yeah. If they, yeah, if they, if they jail, if they do what, what his teams have done in the past in jail, like towards the end of the year, struggle with them in the beginning in jail at the end of the year, they're going to be scary. I mean, I think you're going to be, there will be none of this have Hofster come in to Little Rock and win. We're going to run them off the court. Um, there's there's a couple of reasons I'm saying that, Clint, and it's not just the talent. The talent's the easy thing, right? We got talent. The, the thing is the character of these guys from what I'm reading about. Now, it's like a job application. Everyone's going to, you know, the people you put on your application is going to talk good about you as a reference, you know? Yeah. So <clears throat> maybe just people are talking good about them. But when I read about Darian Ford, when I read about uh, Walsh, when I read about um, the kid from Alabama. Yeah, Dunning. uh, Dunning. When I read about or hear interviews about those folks, all those guys, the kid from, uh, what's his name, from um, Moralton? Opinion. Yeah, Opinion. Uh, I mean, man, I'm hearing more than just, more than just their their great players, I'm hearing they're they're great guys, and not, something that tells me that is they're willing to come to a team, a team that with all these transfers coming in, to a coach that likes only playing seven or eight players, they're still willing to come and put out the effort to see if they get those starting positions. Yeah. That's you got- some character there. Cause a lot of guys, once that, once that recruiting, I just kept waiting on people to start backing out. Once the, re- the recruiting deal starts getting full. I didn't, I didn't figure we'd get near the guys we got in the portal because those guys, you know, some of those guys, they ain't going to be able to start. You can't start all these guys. No, cause you got to think about it. I mean, and you still don't know if um, Jalen Williams is coming back. Exactly. You just don't. I think he's going to wait to the last minute. I think he's he's he is on the fence. Yep. And I finally remembered what I wanted the Holy Schnockies moment to be. It just now hit me because we're talking basketball. So, I'm sorry. But I got a messed up brain, Travis. You know that. Oh, yeah, you do. I do have a messed up brain. So, um, hate, but we'll, I'll, I'll mention it in a minute. So, after speaking we- of basketball, Connor Vanover is going to Oral Roberts. Good for uh, him. Hope he does well there. I, I do him a lot on here. Called him Beanpole. We'll see if he does better in their offense. We'll see. I thought he. I thought we were going to see him at UCA. I really did. So yeah. I thought his brother's coaching there. But now this is what I was thinking for the Holy Snikes moment. It does have to do with basketball. Do you see this basketball player Wong? 
I can't remember his first name, out of Miami. And I think this is going to become an issue. He basically said, if I don't get better NIL deals, I'm going to the transfer portal. Really? I, I mean, that. You know, he didn't, he didn't, you know, no, he came out and said it. He came out and said, he said the quiet part out loud. Wow. If I don't get better NIL deals, I'm going to transfer. Wow. So, yeah. That was what the Holy Snikes moment of the week. I was like, are you kidding me? Yeah, that's crazy. <laughs> that's that's crazy there. That's – but once again, I mean, what are we – that's what we're going toward, sadly. Sadly, that's what we're going toward. Um, now, something big happened this week or this weekend, which used to be must-see TV for me, Clint. I used to take, like, I, I did everything I could to watch the NFL draft in the past. I wasn't quite as excited about it this time. I did watch it some. Well, did y'all have a – y'all didn't have a first-round draft pick. You, the Browns did not have a first-round draft pick. So that we, we can talk about that. You're, you're probably a little bit spicy about what they did. But, yeah. uh, well, I mean, there's no reason for the first round to take all dadgum night. I yeah. mean, the only thing we cared about in Arkansas was seeing we're trailing. But I'm sure you have some Cowboys fans. I'm like, how about them Cowboys? That's but, funny. I mean, for the most part um, – yeah, they're they're gonna they're gonna stink again next year, guys. They're gonna win the NFC East. They're gonna go out of the first round. I'm sorry, I forgot to say spoiler alert. Now, um, Traylon Burks. Well, and a lot of times, yeah, you won't, but a lot of times you won't know where the quarterbacks go. There's not a quarterback in this draft that I would take over Bryce Bryce Young. Yeah, there's not a there's not a quarterback in this draft I would have taken over KJ Jefferson. Yeah. And I mean that. And I'm bigger on KJ than most people, obviously. But there wasn't there wasn't the wow factor with any of the quarterbacks. There was no franchise chasing quarterback where you have to get this guy. We all want to know where Traylon Burks went. And he ended up being like they pretty much he pretty much got traded for AJ Brown. Yeah, pretty much. That's, that's exactly what happened. You know, the the Titans couldn't get the to a number with AJ Brown they wanted to get to. And so they traded him to Philly and got and used that pick to get Traylon Burks. And the stuff I'm seeing, they're very happy with. Uh, although Mike Vrabel did say that he's, uh, instead of uh, letting him go hunting boars with his knife, he's going to give him coupons to grocery stores to get bacon and hams. And <laughs> like that. That's funny. Yeah. But, uh, no, but I was really excited for him. He went to a situation where I think he's really wanted. I saw that uh, – I saw – I think I shared it on our Facebook page where um, Aaron Rodgers really wanted Traylon Burks. Yeah. He really wanted him to drink Bay. So, um, I don't know. you got to think about it. He, he would have caught passes from Aaron Rodgers for a couple of years. Then he'd had to catch him from Jordan Love maybe. Yeah. And then you've got uh, so he's he's catching passes from Tannehill, but they also drafted Malik Willis, who you know some mock drafts had him going like in the top ten. Some say he's the best one. Yeah, they got him at the end of the third round. So 
I do think Tennessee got a lot more fans. I know Dustin, Dustin, who we had on as a guest picker, he he was he's really excited about it. I mean, he didn't like they traded AJ Brown. Yeah, but they're getting Burks for like ten million tops a year, and they'd had to pay AJ's twenty five million a year, so they got a big discount. Yeah. Well, and uh, let's see. Grant Morgan went – or, first of all, Ridgeway went to Dallas, correct? Yeah. Um, uh, Monteric Brown, he got drafted. Was it by yeah. Jacksonville? Um, that's Must- where Grant Morgan signed with Jacksonville. I think – I know he signed with Jacksonville. Ty Clary signed with the Dolphins. And Cunningham signed with the Texans. Who did? Myron Cunningham signed. Yeah. I'm pretty sure Monteric Buster Brown went in the sixth round to the Jaguars. I don't know how I remember these things, this stuff, people, but I couldn't remember what the holy Schnikes moment was going to be mm-hmm. before the podcast. Yeah. So uh, I'm a cesspool of useless information, folks. And then, uh, oh, and Trey Wade. Well, I did. I, yeah, I, I meant since it's another one that could have been our holy Spikes, we dropped the ball this week. He's at the Texans, isn't he? No, to the Cardinals. Oh, to the Cardinals, okay. Yeah. And then what was the guy's name from OBU? I don't know. Uh, but y'all had a cornerback get drafted out of OBU. Yeah, he's going to. Uh, uh, he's going to uh, Jacksonville also. Yeah. And by the way, number of draft picks. OBU one, Texas zero. I was good at. I was good. I see. Me and you were both going for it. Because we can't help but to trail Texas on here because that's I was right. like, Dale, I told you before the year that y'all was going to have more draft picks than Texas. Would you believe me? That's right. No, I wouldn't believe it. That's awesome. But now me and you had a discussion this week during the middle of the week. Cause I, you know, I'm on, I'm on, I'm I'm training for big couple of big tournaments. So my diet's really strict. Mm-hmm. And so I do one cheat meal a week. Now, Travis, when you do one cheat meal a week, it becomes an event. special occasion. It's a special occasion. Mm. I'm like, all right, what do I want? You know, I'm low carb, high protein guy. I'm like, you know what? I always want a big old thing of spaghetti and meatballs. Just, it just sounded just wonderful to me. So Anna, she, my, my lovely, lovely wife, she wants some ravioli. And I tell her, I mean, you as a nobody makes a better ravioli. Than Chef Boyardee. Can't argue. I, I mean, and she's like, no, it doesn't. I'm like, I've had the fancy cheese and spinach. I've go, I've ate toasted ravioli. I've I've been to a lot of fancy restaurants. I've become cultured in my old age, my old age. And and man, I still you get me a half a lukewarm can of Chef Boyardee with some Wonder Bread to dip the excess in i'll even make me i'm a fat i was a fat kid at heart i'm still a fat kid i'm a fat old man i'm a fat kid's trapped inside a fat old man 
<laughs> I would take the ravioli, and you were telling me something you did. Now, I can't remember. I'll let you tell it once I get done flapping my gums. Yeah. But I like to take the, the ravioli and put two of them on a piece of bread, then fold it over and make me a, a, a ravioli sandwich. A double ravioli. Yeah, double ravioli. A double ravioli. Call it a ravioli sub. Well, if you wanna if you wanna class up your Chef Boyardee ravioli a little bit, yeah, you take them, you heat them up in the good old microwave, the old nuke nuke. My mom used to call it nuke them. Heat them up, take some shredded cheese and sprinkle on top of them, and then sprinkle some Parmesan cheese. And I'm telling you, like you said, Clint, I've been to fancy Italian places, yeah, and I've had ravioli. I've had you know, now there's been a couple times I've had some cheese ravioli that was pretty spectacular. Oh yeah, but pound for pound, that's Chef Boyardee ravioli. You just can't beat it. You really can't. If it comes to it in the apocalypse, or just if you had to, you can eat it straight out of the can. I have. I, I'll be honest with you. I can't tell you the last time I warmed one up. <laughs> you just, you know, I, I really can't. Just pop the top and go ham on it, man. Just you go. Know, you know, it makes that like popping sound like you got, like they pack yeah. those raviolis in there so tight. That's right. I remember Matt Nelson was the first guy I ever saw. We were in the dorm room. He opened up a can and just started eating straight out of the can. Yeah. Ever since then, I've like, I've just preferred it that way. But now me and you were talking too. We went to prom together a couple times, not as dates. That's right. But we went, we, we went in a group together. And I remember, it I think it's prom season right now. You're it is prom season. Facebook, all these. Lot, yeah. I'm seeing a lot of your little rugrats in prom. I guess a lot of us had, not Travis, but a lot of us had like 18, 19 year olds. We have, we have seniors, juniors in high school, people in our age group. Mm. And we got some people that are grandparents that I know. And I'm like, yeah, uh, I'm like, no, yeah. not me. I'm young. Even though I am starting to look like Conway Twitty on the side of my head, it's getting so gray over there. I just got that touch of gray. I can't comb it over like him because I got the bald spot, but oh well. And I'm too lazy to let it grow. But but I remember one of the I don't remember it was our senior because we went together the year after a senior year, and then we went together a senior year. I can't remember one of those we went to to Macaroni Grill. Uh Macaroni Grill, we went our freshman year of college. Okay, yeah. My freshman year of college, your gap year. No, I, I went to I was at CBC that year. Oh, CBC. Yeah, yeah. So um so we went to CBC. I was so we went went to macaroni grill. Mm. And like I was so uncultured, I didn't know the menu. Like I like I go to this Italian restaurant and I don't understand the menu. Like I go to macaroni grill and I don't comprehend the menu because um that like just I don't know what you call it redneck i don't know yeah. i don't i don't know but i i I, <laughs> I didn't get out a lot of course you you say i act so you can understand why thomas Zoo didn't want to take me places that's right <laughs> i mean i like i get it now like, yeah i can see why we didn't go a lot of places <laughs> I, I don't tend to act right um so i ordered the lasagna just because i was didn't understand what anything on the menu was uh, it's like the only thing I knew on the menu was the lasagna, and it wasn't that great. <laughs> I forget what I ate at that one. I just remembered it was raining, and uh, my date had uh, 
she had suede shoes. Yeah. The outside of them were suede, so they couldn't get wet. So I had to carry her to the door while her shoes were in a plastic bag. And then I got her to the door. I carried her to the door and set her down underneath the overhang before we get in so she could put her shoes on. And this old man was like, I'm next. <laughs> and I started to pick him up. <laughs> anyway. Yeah, you know, uh, we had some kind of fun times at prom, you know, Clint, that uh, the year before that, our senior year. Right, because when you first brought this up subject, I'm like, I don't really remember that much about prom. And then I remember, oh, senior year, that year. Because you went to the junior prom. I didn't go to the junior prom because I was dating a, a young lady. I would think I was 16 and seven in my 11th grade year. And I was dating a young lady who was 15. And so her dad wouldn't let her date till she was 16. And me being the idiot I am, I'm like, well, I just won't go to prom. Yeah. So I didn't go to my junior prom. Yeah, I went to junior prom. Then, uh, which I got a funny story about that one, too. Uh, then senior prom, me and you, and I was Jason Hughes. Jason Hughes. We decided to, okay, I didn't have a date. <laughs> Y'all two had dates. I went stag, couldn't find a lady. Imagine that. But hey, at least I had a date to two out of three proms, right? Two out of three ain't bad, son. Two out of three ain't bad. Okay. <laughs> God bless him. Anyway, uh, we decided to rent a limo. And uh, we thought, let's, let's rent a limo and show up to prom in a limo. We're going to be the coolest and, cats and around. First off, let's just be honest. Like a lot of times when you see kids rent limos, you, they know they're going to be drinking. None of us drink. That's right. Yeah. At all. Me, you, Jason, none of us drink. Yeah. So it was like, it was, the only reason we, we rented the limo so we could be the kids in the limo. That's right. <laughs> now, in order to get the limo, I had I had a checking account. I don't know if y'all had a checking account. But I was going to write the check for the limo. And one of y'all gave me your money up front. We'll I say it was me. It probably wasn't, but we'll say it was me. I can't me. remember who it was. And then the other one was going to pay me that next Monday at school. Now, this was back in the day where if you wrote a check on Friday, they didn't take it out of your account until like Monday or Tuesday. Right. It's not like now where they've got, they'll run it through a machine. It comes out. Yeah, it goes out automatically. There, there was all, it was like three business days, two or three business days. So you had a little time. Okay. And I, and once again, I'm in high school. Our parents were not paying for this for us. We were not, you know, privileged kids and our parents said, okay, we'll pay for it. And I think it costs, I forget how much it cost us. It was like 150 bucks or something like that. Um, so anyway, we, we come up with this, I go and I write a check for it and we go to prom and we had this driver that was awesome. He had played ball at Oklahoma uh, and it wasn't Keith Jackson, okay? Some guy that played ball at Oklahoma and had come back to Little Rock and he was driving these limos on the side. And, uh, man, he was fun, man. He, We pulled up beside a car on Cantrell and uh, rode down the window and said, by chance, do you have any gray poupon? <laughs> and this girl's in a, in a convertible. And she picks up her beer. Yeah, she's drinking. We're like, you're drinking and driving. And said, nope. And then put it down. And then I asked her to prom. Anyway, she said no. But uh, I think I asked a couple people to prom on the way to prom. Anyway. 
did. He offered to hook you up too, but you yeah, know. yeah, that didn't work out. Well, then, and then uh, on the way back, I was begging him. I'm like, man, just let me drive. <laughs> Come on, man, just let me drive. And I almost had him talked into it, but we were running late on our time. And then um, here's the bad thing, Clint. Yeah, no, I was wondering if you're going to just sugarcoat around this, but yeah. No, 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 I'm going to get to that. There's another part we didn't talk about earlier. Oh, okay. Well, good. We showed up to the prom in this limo. And no one is outside. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Like nowadays they have these walk-ins at these proms, right? Oh, yeah. People line up and take pictures. And yeah, they didn't have that back then. And ours was at UCA campus. So most of the people had to park behind the building and walk around it in a parking lot behind the building and walk a long ways to get there. Right. And that's where our trucks were parked. We left our vehicles parked there, but we, in the limo, we had to get out in the front and no one was there to see us get out of the limo. <laughs> like there may be like one teacher showing up or something. Like it was horrible. Like why even get a limo anyway? Then we get back to school and whoever was supposed to bring me the money on Monday didn't have it on Monday. And so on Tuesday, they brought the check, their money. I go to my bank and deposit it, and I was too late. And my first check I ever bounced was for a limo to prom. <laughs> I remember that. Oh, oh uh, your stepdad was not happy with it. No, he was not happy. He my was stepdad not very particular about how I handled finances. And yeah, I, yeah, I remember. He was not a happy camper. Oh, I remember going to Walmart and like trying to return something, so we'd have the money in there to pay the deposit. I mean, we, yeah. I mean, we were bait. We were this close to being the um, the Sandlot kids trying to get cans so they could that's buy. Right, that's right. We're trying to collect cans so we can go to prom. Yeah. Uh, now, another, another funny prom story the year before uh they were <laughs> uh i went to prom uh came back and uh, a couple older guys had got a hotel room at the holiday inn which is now the howard johnson and they were having a party Eric conway it is no longer the howard johnson either it is now something oh really okay. brand well that it was like the nicest hotel in conway oh yeah Dude, I went to birthday parties there. People would just rent oh, out. They call it like the holodome. Yeah. Their inside pool, which is so ghetto now that I that when you go in there. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Well, anyway, so we they they just got a couple rooms, and it was uh, Billy Velik, I think, and uh, someone else. I don't know who else, but they got a couple rooms on the upstairs backside, and they were having a big party. Okay, so people were drinking and acting crazy and stuff. And of course, I don't drink. I was just there kind of hanging out. And we're sitting there. And I mean, it's just, it was just people, high school kids doing dumb stuff, just being dumb or whatever. A lot of the guys <laughs> were already kind of sloshed and everything. And I had one guy with me. And, uh, and, and my, you know, I had my Ford truck was just a single cab Ford truck. Okay. Well, all of a sudden we get a bang on the door and it's the cops. And they line us up against the rail outside upstairs, okay? And they start going down the rail, and uh, they're at, talking to all of us, getting our name and everything, getting our information. 
Well, they get to me and I turn around and I say, sir, I've not had an ounce to drink tonight. I said, I haven't had anything to drink. You can test me however you want me to, to, to test. I've not had a thing. And, uh, and they're, and they're, they're handcuffing some guys. Okay. They're like, they're handcuffing some of the guys. In fact, Ronnie Chrysler was right next to me and he had been handcuffed. I got to tell that I'm not trying to dog him out, but this is so funny. He had been handcuffed. And so, and he's like, uh, I said, I'm here to drive some of these guys home. And, and Ronnie hears me talking to them. And of course, and he's, he's got a few in him. Okay. But he starts like, he steps through the handcuffs. Okay. To where they they were behind his back. He steps through them to where they're in the front. And he's like, yes, sir. I rode with him. I rode with him. Ronnie didn't ride with me. Okay. <laughs> he's like, I rode with him. I'm riding with him home. He's giving me a ride home. He's my ride. You know, and so I'm sure the statute of limitations has ran out. Yeah, of that. Yeah. And so I'm like, I mean, there was just, you know, there was just like four guys right there beside me. And they said, how many of these guys were with you? And I said, like, I had squeezed five people in my truck before. So I said, uh, these four. <laughs> so like, um, <laughs> we, they, you know, we start walking. We walk around the corner on the upstairs. You had to walk around the corner to then go down the stairs. And when all of a sudden I look up and Ronnie's coming around the corner running, and he like jumps in the air and clicks his heels together. And says, "They let me go! They let me go!" <laughs> and so, needless to say, I gave them all a ride. We stuffed in my truck and I gave them a ride home. And I, I think they ended up letting the rest of the guys go or, or let them just call their parents or whatever. But I remember we had a college party get busted once. I, I, and I've never been a big drinker, never been a big partier. It's just not my cup of tea. It's not my scene. But, no, we've had – no, Jumbo's been on this podcast. I'm sure he won't mind me telling this story. But the cops come busting up a party. Jumbo jumps over the back fence because he's always been just crazy athletic. Mm-hmm. And the cops are here. The cops are at their busting party, and Jumbo's car was truck was there. So he comes up like he goes, "Oh man, y'all bust up the party already!" Like he just got there. He's like, "All right, guys, we'll see you later." <laughs> 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 it, it, it worked. So, oh, <laughs> oh. <clears throat> well, um, yeah. So anyway, crazy prom stories. But you know, one of the funniest was our senior prom. Our class president Jesse Mallet. He rode a motorcycle to the prom and he rode uh, through McDonald's drive through That was his pre-prom meal. He wore a top hat at prom the whole time. Okay. So he had a top hat on and the class president gets to give a speech at prom or the senior class president. And he got up and he said some things, you know, just Jesse Mallet stuff, crazy stuff. Well, then at the end of it, he goes, and guys, don't go out and do anything stupid tonight. And he took his hat off, and on his head, he had shaved a streak right down the middle of his head all the way back. <laughs> it was so funny, man. Now, do you now, remember our tuxes? People were doing that kind of thing still yeah. here. But. Now, do you remember or, or the tuxes we wore um, the uh, or freshman year in college? Oh, yeah, yeah. Straight up plaid. That's right. Mine was white plaid. Yours was kind of a black, black, green, and red. Yeah. Yeah. 
Yeah. Well, the year before that, my senior year, I wore the purple tuxedo, which is my first foray into my Barney side. So, yeah, yeah. But, uh, that was fun. Embracing my inner Barney. Yeah. But dude, it, it, you know, it's it, not something I think of a lot. I don't. I don't look at prom with like the uh, American Pie memories or anything like that. It wasn't. It wasn't like I was in a teenage romantic comedy. It was just kind of like, yeah, I did it. It was fun. It was fun to do. It was fun to dress up and. Oh yeah, it was fun. And these they're kids are they're having a great time and they're behaving responsibly. And when you go out to eat, everybody looking at you. Well, see, and that was the big deal to me because everybody went somewhere fancy, you know. And you see all the kids like they go to Mike's place in Conway. There wasn't too many fancy places to eat in Conway like there is now. Eleventh grade, I went to Western Sizzling. <laughs> went to the I, mean, I regret yeah, not. I regret not having more fun with it, like doing something like McDonald's. Yeah. yeah. Me and you could have had McDonald's with our dates and we'd have made it fun. Oh yeah. Yeah. I mean, that's just, cause that's the way, that's the way. We probably would have done Hardee's instead of McDonald's though. Yeah. Cause I get, a, I got a discount. That's right. I got 10% off. Yeah. Plus it's just better food. It is better food. It's better food. You know what I did? Well, to what my, are you my, watching? Well, I got, I got, I just didn't watch your watch. And I, I'm going to tell a story about, you know, me pulling a prank on my stepson. Oh, okay. So, Cause it's fun. So Colin, I love to just give him a hard time. He's, he's a great kid. I love him to death. Love him like he's my own, but I enjoy giving him a hard time. It's fun. Mm-hmm. So the boy likes Big Macs. So I was on a diet and I was eating a cheat meal and I'd got me two Big Macs from McDonald's. So he'd gone somewhere and I was like, and so I put the package back all nice and neat and I set it on the table and he comes in like, did you give me a Big Mac? I'm like, I sure did, buddy. Enjoy. <laughs> and he opens it up. And of course, it's just an empty thing. And the look <laughs> of devastation on his face brought me so much joy. Oh, good. Good. Um, Man, what I've been, I've been, man, I've been watching the flight attendant off HBO Max. I didn't watch season one. So I've been I've been binging that. I've been, you know, Ozark, the final season's out. I'm getting and, ready to start watching that. Yeah. So I'm I'm about halfway through the through that. Um mine, son Sons of Anarchy spinoffs back. Mm-hmm. I mean, there's several, there's several shows that I'm watching right now. And plus, I, I do enjoy watching, I do keep up with the NBA playoffs and watching. Been watching quite a bit. Apparently, I didn't see John Morant's dunk though. Yeah. Uh, but I've been watching quite a bit of that. Watched the end of the Memphis uh, Golden State game last night. How about yourself? Well, I'm. Uh, I, I watched a couple of the New Minds episodes today, and um, uh, or last night, whatever it was. And then um, I'm I'm ready for Ozark. I need to I need to start watching that. And then, you know the the first half of the season I've watched it, you know, they put out half of it already. So yeah. I'm ready to watch this second half, the ending of it, by the way. And then um, to kind of go back in time a little bit, man, I, I've been watching the, uh, well, actually, you know, um, I'm, I'm watching American Idol, which I always do. Right. And then there's another show I've been watching here lately called, uh, it's either called Life on the Edge or something like that. Have you heard of it? I haven't. It's kind of like a survivor type thing, but it's celebrities. 
It's Ray Lewis, Mike Singletary, a guy from The Bachelor who's now as a former like college football player and may have played pro for a little while. Um, The uh, middle-aged daughter from Full House, she's in it. Um, Lauren Elena was in it. Uh, Some lady from The Real Housewives. Life, Life on the Edge? Yeah, life on the edge. I think I'm so. gonna have to check that out. That sounds interesting. And they compete, they're living in the jungle, okay, in Panama. And so they're like staying out in like these makeshift tents and stuff. Now, the last time you got me on a show, I pretty much binge watched 17 seasons of alone. Yeah. Like I didn't sleep for like two yeah. months. Well, like, this one's a little different because it's celebrities, you know, it's but it's still, I mean, they're um and they're competing, they compete in these different challenges, you know, and they're, and at the end of it, oh, Ron Artest was on it too. And Middle at the end East. of it, they have a little meeting and then they just can decide whether they want to ring the bell. And then if they ring the bell, oh, and there's a country singer guy too, that's a former military guy, he's a country singer. But they decide if they want to ring the bell or not, that means they go home if they ring the bell. And so it uh, they quit. Oh, uh, yeah, yeah. Let me ask you a question. Under the conditions they're in, which one of us four friends goes out the first? Is it still me? No, I think, uh, yeah, it's probably still you. Yeah. But it's still, I mean, they're in pretty rough conditions. I mean, they they are. They're in, they're not, I mean, they're taking it a little easier on them as far as food goes and stuff like that. I mean, it's a little, it's, it's not as hard as Survivor, but it's, it's pretty close to Survivor. You know, I mean, they're still like they're in the rain. They got bugs biting. You know, they're getting bug bites and yeah, I'm out. stuff like that. You know, um, there's a. I'd be like, I don't care where the bell is. Bring it to me. But like, I tell you, man, I'll, I'll tell you, someone who impressed me on it, which Ray Lewis is always impressive. Uh, Mike Singletary, you know, he's like sixty something years old, and he's out yeah. there, doing it. and seeing them two together is is a pretty cool thing. And each in each time they compete, they split up teams. Like they'll have a team captain. They take turns being team captains and then they um they'll split up the teams kind of evenly. You know, they'll they'll do like a schoolyard pick or whatever. And so that's that makes it work pretty neat. And um there's usually like a puzzle involved. And I'll tell you who's a beast on the early episodes, especially, is that Lauren and Lena. Like it's and it's really cool the way they motivate each other and, and kind of do things that they um, what not expecting to do. It's a, it's a really neat thing. So now, now, see, me and you are both teenage girls at heart and we're fans of the challenge. Yeah. I mean, I mean like, so are you excited about challenge all-stars three coming out? Uh, sort of. Yeah. Well, they've got, they've got a lot more younger people on there. Like the, what I liked about the more mature ones, there's not the drama. Yeah. And that, and that's why I like it. It's the, it's what the game should be. And like, okay, you got me. I hate the just drama, and I think some of the people they've dropped in there this season are going to. Well, so come. many of the in the regular challenge, so much of it is drama, just so they get TV time. Yeah, you know that's all it is. It's just they just do drama so they can, they just they just work things up so they can get on TV, you know, yeah. and so they can get in Twitter battles and stuff like that. Yeah. And I think in the All Stars they don't do that as much. You know, they just they just get out there and. You know, they got kids, 
you know, they're, yeah, they don't want to see their kids. I mean, they don't want their kids seeing them act that way. That's why. But yeah, man. Uh, so yeah, it was a good week sports wise, you know, there's not, hadn't been a ton going on, but, uh, Hey, that doesn't change the fact we need to get around and talk and talk things up. And, 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 and by the way, get on there. Tell me, tell us which one of us, right. Which one wins the net? And we'll start a poll on the Facebook page. Which one wins the national championship first? Basketball, baseball, or football? Am I crazy? Am I crazy for thinking that this football team can win the national championship? Mm. Am I right? Am I wrong? Let me know. Let us know. You can find us on uh, Twitter, Facebook, uh, Instagram. Um, You can also. we We have a website. Yeah, um, it's, I don't know what it is. He told me it's big C bigger T uh, dot podbean dot com is the website. So if you want to go there, and you can uh, link to our to our different uh, stuff. Um, don't forget to share this. Okay, let people know about it, man. I've had people, uh, you know, coming up to me saying, "Hey, so and so told me about your podcast. Great podcast." You know, uh, I've had a couple of those this week, so. Hey, we appreciate that. That's what that's what gets us more listeners, and that's what gets us uh, more stuff happening here. Okay, so uh, we appreciate y'all so much, Clint. Pleasure's always, my friend. Have a great week. I'm uh, I'm going fishing with my church group down at Lake Chico, and my goal is while I go down there, is I'm going to hit up Rhoda's Tamales. And fried pies. Have you ever heard of that? No, but it sounds amazing. Well, you need to get on, uh, uh, on I guess it's on ESPN Plus and watch the, uh, what is it? Um, uh, what's that show where that guy does? Uh, I know what you're talking about. It's on the SEC Network, isn't SEC it? SEC Network, yeah. And he does one from Lake Village. Okay. He talks about Rotas. And I've, I've seen it talked about in other places. It's been a. It's like world famous, man. This lady cooks these, cooks these uh, tamales down there, man. I'm gonna, I'm gonna hit that place up probably Friday, and then uh, I'll be eating fried fresh fish coming out of Lake Chico the rest of the weekend. So I'm excited about that. But uh, hey, guys, appreciate y'all. Appreciate y'all listening. Thank you. Like, share, subscribe, all that fun stuff. You know what to do. God bless you each and. We're tired. We're tired of repeating ourselves. You just do it. Just do it. Do it. Sweat. One. Filthy. Dirt. Harvest. When I work, my hands get filthy down in this dirt Won't see no harvest till I hurt Cry in your kingdom come Listen I wake up in the morning I bow my head to pray Mama told me if I don't Ain't nothing gonna change These prayers breaking up hard rock So I can sow the seed 